Hello there, and welcome to the Hale's Own Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man does. Please enjoy this teaching and feel free to share it with all who will listen. May you go forth in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's just showing me. And every time people are on holiday, you'll know that I come back and tell you how guilty I've been. Uh, we do read the word for today, and we do pray, and we, and we do, you know, do those things. But I still feel guilty. Um, because what are we doing? I'm resting, I'm eating, I'm enjoying myself, I'm lying around, I'm sleeping more than I ever do. So it is, it's a God time of refreshing, and we need that as well, especially uh, in these days as Mary started to tell us. Bum, 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 all day, every day. No matter whether you're a housewife or whether it is, social media, no matter what it is, you know, telly blaring or music playing, whatever it is, we are totally distracted from the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to understand that. That means we have to be even stronger than people used to be years ago, where the only thing they had for entertainment was church. Yeah. Uh, that was it. And now we were entertained every single day. And this flesh loves it for some unknown reason. And it stops us. Okay. So, the sheep and their shepherd. I've got absolutely tons of stuff here, so I'm going to begin. And we're just going to see where it goes, okay? So, Father, <coughs> I pray for myself. <laughs> pray for myself this morning that, Father, you'll be with me. You know everything about me, Lord. You know my thoughts, you know my actions, you, you know what I've spoken, you know what I've prayed for, you know what I've got angry with. You know where my disappointment lies, you know where my joy lay, you know everything, Father. And that's why you know, I can come to you, Father, today and say, Father, I know you're here. Father, we've just repented of our sins, Father, and, and you know, Lord, and you know, I felt like I was going to stand there for ages this morning. Why? Because things, some things when they're not good, Father, we, we tend to react to them, Father. Sometimes, not good either. So I thank you, Lord, for our communion, our time of repentance, new mercies every morning, mm. and when we've repented, God forgets, and he picks us up and says, on the path you go again, <coughs> and I love that. So be with you, Father, right now in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. The shepherd and their sheep. Ah, so it's, everybody's had a little dash with the shepherd this morning, haven't they? So we know we're on the right track, and so we've got to stay there. Listen, church, we are so blessed of God to have so much of Him talk to us. When we look at our lives when we did not know Him, and have little God, little knowledge of God, Jesus' Bible, it's a great feeling we should have that today. We know a lot compared to where we've come from. We're so blessed to know we're saved. We've got to keep remembering that we're saved and have an opportunity to receive the treasures of heaven. Not the treasures of this earth that God will build buildings and make roads with, but the treasures of, of, of heaven in our lives upon this earth. Most people, when questioned enough of what they want out of life, when you get past the money and the house and everything, can you get past that? And I said, well, what is it then? What do you want? The majority, 99.999% of the people that I've met says, I just want to be happy. 
just want to be happy. Happy with myself, happy with people, just happy. Mm -hmm. You know. And of course, man thinks by buying, 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 working, 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 get more, more, get more, get more, well, it's going to make him happy. I can promise you, it does not. Mm -hmm. I've met some of the richest men in the world, and they're more miserable than you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's saying something. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's really important that we've got that because death, this, this, Knowledge of, of God's teaching will allow us to be happy no matter what we're going through. You know, I don't like it. I don't like going through the valleys. And I have to keep talking to myself and I tell my wife, you know, she's a poor ladies. People say, it must be hard being married to Mark. That's what they say to my wife. I don't think so. You know, but, but, but I know so. Because, you know, because I'm intense. I'm strong. I'm energetic and I want to do things. I'm always, always going, let's look at this, let's look at that, let's do this, let's do that. And, and, and she, and she, you know, she, sometimes, sometimes, well, most of the time, she follows like a good sheep. But sometimes she goes, oh, and that's the times that she'll start to minister to me as well. That's really important in, in marriage. But bless. It, this, this knowledge that David's talking about, this, this, daily, this daily reading, this, this daily prayer, the studying, and, and all things like that, those are the things that are going to keep you going. You stop it, you don't go to church, all you're doing is showing God, the shepherd, that you are a recalcitrant shepherd. Hallelujah. And it's so, so easy to see. We can say that, because that's what he does. He's, that's not faith. And we know everything that God does is built upon our faith. And our faith which shows God whether we're good shape or not. I think some of you need cheering. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's important that we know that. But listen. Never before in history have we had chaos like we have today. No matter where you look back. It's not just about wars and rumours of wars and whatever it is, but never before has we had such an unbelievably bad government. And it doesn't matter whether it's Conservative, or whether it's Lib Dem, or whether it's Labour, whatever it is, it is an absolute disaster because of how these governments have governed this country. The laws that passed have created nothing but hate, amongst people. It's incredible. And all over the world it is. It's not just our country. Everywhere they speak to somebody, it's just the same. Everything's gone crazy. And most people have got the thought, you know, what's going on in the church or out of the church? What's going on? What is this? But we should know by now. We should know in this church by now. This is the end times and it's not a joke. It's coming, it's here, and, and the devil will get fighting more and more and more to take you away from God, to stop you knowing how to get to heaven. Why? Because in any battle, any, any flesh battle throughout the earth, that when one army has been defeated, they'll have one more massive push to try and defeat who's defeating them. Guess what? He's on a massive push now to destroy everything that God has laid down upon this earth for, for his, his mankind. And we can see where everyone's going. 
They're all on the broad path to destruction. And we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful that we don't just fall off. Don't just, oh well, it doesn't matter. Soon as you say it doesn't matter doing the things that God has asked you to do, you're already on the broad path to destruction. Amen. Every one of us. That's how finite it can be. I lose behind that. The scripture is so clear. It tells us that the spirit of the Antichrist is already here. So this battle is spiritual against every person in this world. People say, well Mark, what about the people who were lost? Well, he's already captured them. So they will then to agree with their own opinions and their mates' opinions of what they agree with, their little, their little sector or big sector of what part they now belong to, whether it's the LGBTQFGH, whatever it may be, every group now demanding more of everyone else. It's incredible. It's the end. It's the end. And also we've got to make sure that all this stuff ready timing do, this one world religion, this one world government, this one person who's going to be in charge, you know, this peace upon all the earth. I'll bring peace upon all the earth. I'll tell you, we'll stop all the wars. No one will have to starve anymore. We'll make sure that all the world's resources are put together to help every single person. How's that? Yes, you all get to heaven. It doesn't matter who you believe and what you believe, that if we work together, we'll all get to heaven. God is a God of love. Sounds great, doesn't it? It's a lie. Because as soon as we agree with it, guess what's going to happen? We'll have the sign. The sign of the devil, the promise. The Bible says that number is 666. How it's going to come out, I don't know. But it's going to, we're going to have a sign. And you won't be able to buy or sell when you get this sign. In other words, man, we're going to be on the run. I don't want to be here then. I don't want to be here. I've got to make sure I get to heaven. I've got to make sure when Jesus Christ comes back that I'm ready, that I am still being faithful. No matter what's going on, I've got to stay faithful to the Lord. If we do not, if we do not, we will be destroyed. And all what you've learned will be a, a waste. You can build a kingdom, but it's not the kingdom of God, it'll be destroyed. Full stop. <sighs> and yet, God wants to help us all. It is so important. And it's so important that we keep all these things in our minds. We've got to have the discipline and all those things that you know that I go on and on and on and on about. You better start reading, you better learn, you better put it into action, you better read, you better study, you better get to church, you better get a Bible study, you better witness, you better give, you better... Oh my Lord, the list is... is, is oh, and, and we very, very easily can get off one of them. Just drop one out. It, it's, it's incredible. And you know, and it, it's quite fascinating. You know, you know what I did? I thought to myself, when did we actually start this church? When was the first sermon? 
amazing, isn't it? A couple of, I, I couldn't remember, so don't worry, David, it's not a test. I know. 23rd of December, five years ago. Okay. It's September, sorry. 23rd of September. And my first welcome to the start of the church was on the 30th of September. Well done. <laughs> but my first sermon was on the 30th. That's what I see. Hallelujah. Uh, and this is what I started off with. Two years ago, our Bible study group had a meeting in Candlewain with a feeling we ought to start our own church. Do you know how many people come to Bible study then? Mondays and Wednesdays? 24 adults. The seed was sown, and today is the fruition of that seed. That's what I said. I'm not here today, but now, now, but we, now we know it's the right thing to do. And we as a church must follow God's word and his word only. And off it goes there. Apostolic, and this is why it is, and the church is spiritual and everything else. And all those same things I've been saying, we've got to go to church. Every single one of them is down here. And I was going, oh my Lord. You know, this, is, this is five years ago this year, and I'm still saying exactly the same things. You know, it, it just shows you, you know, how recalcitrant the, the, the sheep are, doesn't it? Listen, hallelujah. And off it goes there. But one of the things that I was amazed at, you know, I Ben. I spoke to Ben this week about this. You know, Ben, I can remember one of the first sermons out at the church, and I said, and one of the most important things to me was something that I said that is not scriptural. And this was this is what it was. It's so important that we have a very strong relationship with God. And that strong relationship, God only works one way. It's the communication with God that we have that will that provide that strong. It is not one way, it is two ways. And that communication to God is not only about our prayers and about our study, it's what we do and what we say we're going to do and all the promises we make and, and how we attend church and all the same things. I'm thinking, that's incredible. And I said, but that's not only that. He said, all this stuff is all wrapped up in love. And the first thing the church has got to do is love the brethren fervently with an unfeigned heart. How do we show love to each other? Amen, that's silence. That's it. We don't even know that. Praise God. It's important, isn't it? We show love by our communication and the actions that we take. It's exactly the same with God. God says, love me. If you love me, obey my commandments. And it's not obeying my commandments. It's about obeying... God's commandments. And I thought, wow. You know, and I, and I said, I said, and I put this, and I said, hey, this is really tough. <laughs> this is really tough. He said, because when people, when, when people have upset you, or let you down, or made a promise and didn't keep it, or whatever they've said, or whatever they've done, he said, we get irritated. Anybody get irritated by people? Who said this morning that the biggest problem is but Ben? Ben started off this morning. We'd be okay if there's nobody else. <laughs> Just me and God. Hallelujah. Oh, I hope you go. What we're doing today. <laughs> you know, it'd be great, wouldn't it? No devil. You know. And the problem is, because it's the people, and because the people are Christians, that you're gonna have a forever, every day, a battle with people. And guess what? And you'll say things about Christ, and guess what they'll say? Everything negative that you don't want to hear. And what happens to our spirit then? 
Our spirit rips off somewhere. The flesh overtakes and we respond in the flesh. Uh, when we don't like something, even what I say when you don't like it, you respond in the flesh. Why? Because we are flesh. <laughs> That's our weakness, is our flesh. That's what it is. And I said, it's not quite right, is it, when somebody irritates you all the time, that you've still got to love them. That's why we've got to communicate with each other. This is what it's saying. Little communication between each other, weak relationships. Yeah. Good communication with each other, good, good relationships. Yeah. No communication, we're finished. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. I'm not going to do that sermon in the next sermon because it, I'm thinking, oh, man, it is. So, we're going to look at we're going to look at Jesus, uh, the, the true shepherd. So I want to read, it, read some of this, because don't forget, we've got to make sure that these daily things that we're doing is that we know that God is working with us. And you see, when you hear a word of God, then you know that you're hearing the voice of God. And when we hear the voice of God and God asks to do something, it will show us whether we are in faith or whether we do it or not. And that's so simple in one way. But so difficult if it doesn't fit with our life today. It's simple, isn't it? It is so simple. You know, when David said, oh, I think I've been gone for a few weeks, you know, I, I made a joke, didn't I? I said, eternity. It's not. But because they've been doing this work on, you know, down in Cornwall, I keep saying Devon, I don't know why, Cornwall, their life changed completely. And that's what they're looking, looking uh, forward to. And I fully understand that. But we need to know that when we hear from God, the sheep will hear my voice. Will hear my voice. John 10. I'll read the first part. And then I'm not going to take scriptures out of the rest of it because this is always talking about Jesus being the true shepherd. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, straight away, we've got to follow what Jesus is telling us out the Bible. That opens the door. You just think you don't need to do this and don't need to do that. You've just shut the door on Jesus Christ. Very simple. But comes in some other way, in the same as a thief and a robber. Thieves and robbers don't get to heaven. They don't get anything from God. So that's how he looks at it. So this is our shepherd. But, I love the buts now, he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. I'll explain that in a minute. But I'll tell you now. Jesus is the door. That's why he says, he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep, because that's where Jesus is waiting. To him the doorkeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Come on, Linda. Come on, John. Come on, Pip. Where have you been? Come on. Hallelujah. And that's what Jesus is doing. He's calling. He's calling each person all the time. 
Isn't it amazing that we can fail miserably and yet he still forgives us? But then says, come on, follow me, learn of me, and see how good I am. And then we complain. Oh, I'm not doing any more of that complaining. That's easy. Everybody knows how to complain. Yeah, praise God. It's, it's easy. It's important. It calls out his sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. It's pretty simple, isn't it? This is the word of God. Every time we hear the word of God or read the word of God, you know that God is trying to communicate something to you. And that's really important. And, you know, and, and, and it's important that we make sure whoever we're following is following the Bible. Spiritual and following the Bible. So there's your check on this ship because I'm God's shepherd for this little flock so I've got to make sure that all the things that he's asking us to do that we're doing and you know one of the things that I really was amazed at this week is something that just came out of my mouth while I was praying and I, and it, and, and I was praying and, it's, and, it, and, it, and it came out but Father I'm not here to appease their flesh or to help their flesh. In other words, I'm not here to run your life in your own world. You're here to feed the Word of God. That's the instruction. Because I can't run your life. I can't. You run your life. And, oh, you know, some of us run it better than others. It's just, it's, it's just this world, we know that. But he says then, by no means they will they follow a stranger. They should flee from him. They will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration but they did not understand the things he spoke to them. Why? It's because they didn't. They can't understand this yet. Because this is the teaching of Jesus in the Gospel. So he's teaching them the way, he's going to, in the same way he's going to um, um, teach us. Because he says after that, most assuredly I'll say to you, I am the door of the sheep. It's the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. And, but, but all, yeah, listen to this, I love this next verse. All whoever came before me are thieves and robbers. Hello? Put your hand up if you was a thief and a robber. You've all got to put it up. Look, come on, come on. It's a, it's a play. It's a play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you don't understand. Just trust me that it's the word of God. It's the word of God. Who's a thief and a robber? <laughs> yes. Now, I've had one. I've had one who is going. I don't agree with that. So he's already lost, so we need to cast the demons out. You know, is it pray, didn't he? Is it pray, cast the demons out? It's so important. When it's the word of God, it's the word of God. If you don't understand it, that's the time that you will have to with you. But God explains it, so don't worry. The people who don't hear God are the people that look at the word of God and don't follow it. It's so simple. But it tells us, I'm the door. If anyone enters me, he will be saved. So we've got to follow and follow what he says. If you don't follow and it doesn't suit your style of life, you've got to change the style of your life, not try and change the word of God. It will never change. Amen. So we're arguing on the wrong tree here, aren't we, on Barking? Barking up the wrong tree. You won't. You can't persuade God 
to challenge His work to suit your life. God will give, oh, I can answer for God today most clearly. No. No. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and he will go in and find pasture. He wants to give you that wonderful food of God so you, so you know in every circumstance what you've got to do and everything else. And we all, we all should know this one. Some of you probably won't. But verse 10 is the amazing thing. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Who's the thief? Satan. Satan is the thief. And he only wants to steal one thing from you. He don't want your car. He don't want your house. He doesn't, want, he doesn't even want your house. Nothing. He wants you to have no faith. No faith to believe this word of God. You can easily see whether you've got faith. I'm not going to tell you. Listen to the word of God. Do you do it? No, I don't do it. Why don't I do it? Because it doesn't suit me. No faith. Oh, you can say, I've got a little faith. Well, you tell God. You can see it with people. <laughs> we haven't got to be super spiritual to see where people haven't got faith. It, 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 it's their actions, it's their words, it's their responses, it's, it's pretty simple. It's the communication between each other. But I love this though. I have come, says Jesus, to give life. Life more abundant. Oh Lord, when, when we look back where some of us have come from, not knowing you and fathering the things that you promised and then, and then some people have seen the most amazing things in their lives Father, you, you read testimonies and books of the incredible exploits of people even today you know if we search on some of these things we, we hear of people in, in dire circumstances praying to God and they're released out of prison and thinking just amazing stuff but we don't hear it because we're stuck in our little world. And it's important. Here we go. Jesus. <coughs> I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. He died for us. Do you know? People say to me, well, Mark, you know, I'm tired, I've done this, and I've, got, well, I've got this, Mark, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You know, and I said to Linda this morning, I said, Linda, I'm not going to church this morning. I really feel tired. And I feel upset. And she said, Oh, Mark. <laughs> you know, and she prayed. She prayed. But what a thought. What a thought. I don't want to go to church today. Whatever it may be. It's a wrong thought. I had to repent way before I come to church this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. He gives his life for us. And you see, your shepherd is also giving his life for you upon this earth. I study, I still study, I still pray, I still try, you know, I teach, you know, and, and anyone who's done anyone who's done their ten minute teaching, how long does it take sometimes to just do your ten minutes? Mm -hmm. Hello, I'm just give me an idea. Hours. Hours. Hours, Ted. 
can be. Yeah? Alright, how long does it take to get a sermon then, David? Hours again, hours again. Hours, how many hours sometimes? Over a period of days it can be. Come on then, Ben. Yeah, days. And how many sermons you end up with, Ben? Too many. <laughs> An abundance of that. Abundance of sermons. Uh, ben, you know, when Ben told me that, I laughed. Good communication, Ben. I laughed, didn't I? I said, welcome to Mark's world. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know which one you're going to preach? Thank you very much. That silence tells you to wait for the clue. Nor do I. Sometimes if it's teaching, it's great. So we're doing the book of Ephesians. And that's what you remember. We're doing the book of Ephesians, and it's great stuff. We've just done the book of Romans, you know, and I've edited it. Uh, James, and I've edited It's great. But I'm going to send it out when you say, I promise to read it. Hallelujah. Yeah, you good. Yeah, a good laughter. I like that laughter. That was a really good laugh because people will know what I'm saying here. And I'm not being horrible to you. I'm trying to give some food to the sheep so you can have able to eat it to get stronger. That's all I'm doing. That's what it's for. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm going to say something now. It's not about you. It's about me. I don't get paid to do this. But when some people get paid, Jesus calls them hirelings. Because it's if they're doing it for a salary or a wage, it's a hireling. It's not from the heart. It's not for for God and everything else. And you see, if they do that, um, you know that that, that it, it's really important because a hireling can do what he likes. A man of God can't. He's got to do what the Lord has asked him to do. Because if I don't do that, how can I tell you? Amen. So it's important. <laughs> he said, "I'm the good shepherd." And I know my sheep. Isn't that lovely? No. It's lovely one way, but not so lovely the other, is it? It's lovely that he knows you and he, and he cares for you and he, he saved you. And, and, he, and the angels in heaven rejoice because of your, your, your repentance when you were saved. You know, and the heaven just thinks it's magnificent when, when somebody repents and gets saved. It's great to know that. And he said, as the Father knows me, he Jesus. Even so, I know the Father. Isn't that beautiful? Because that really is the strongest son-father relationship <coughs> in this world. He made him for this, 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 this. He made him for that job that he had to do. So he still calls him his father. And yet, the power of God, all authority, lives in Jesus, in His flesh. And he was always asking the, asking the Father, "What should he do?" And he says, I lay down my life for the sheep. It's beautiful. And all the sheep which I have not, uh, were not of this fold, them I almost must bring. You know, he's, see, he's bringing, he's trying to pull everyone to him. And it's only when the people answer can we start. And it's only when the people answer and say, yeah, I, I, I want to learn, I want to know. I want to do this, I want to do more. I feel like, I feel now feel like I'm being called or whatever, whatever your description is. And he said, I must bring them and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. That's the world now. Our flock got to be one flock working together. Therefore my father loves me 
because I lay down my life that I might take it to gain. No one takes it for me and all the rest of it then. But that's important, isn't it? The only thing we can show Jesus for our love is giving him our life. And it's not saying, I give my life to you, Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm saying, it is taking part of God for what he's done for us as a shepherd. <laughs> oh, it was ever so funny this morning, I read the part where he said, you know what happens if, it, if the sheep keep wandering? The Bible says, well, sorry, the shepherd, the, 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 I was reading about shepherds when the sheep will keep running off. Well, they try to fence them in, don't they, and all that, and that's, you know, but if you've got, like, in, in Israel's time, at this time there, they had no fences. They had to, the shepherd had to look after them there and then. But they said, if the sheep, sheep can run, they used to break the legs. They used to break one of the legs. So, if you see some people limping <laughs> next week, uh, you know which ones have gone off track. Hallelujah. And so that's really important. So, you know, if I say to you, if you don't be careful, I'll break your legs, you'll know what the intuition is now. Uh, you know, it won't be, you know, sort of uh, anything nasty or anything like that. But then I had another one, though. I had another thought. And I, this one only came this morning when I was talking to Linda. Listen to this. The church is here to, 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 to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and to show people that there is a God. And it's our job to do that. You're his witnesses, no matter what you feel like about yourself, no matter what's going on around this world, you can say whatever you like and give me every negative you like. And every time, every negative I get, and I say, well, that shows lack of faith. And I'm not being rude to you, I'm not being horrible to you. It's a lack of faith. You'll find someone somewhere, somehow. It just shows us. It really is important. And, you know, and I know, I know what it's been like. I, I, I don't think I've done as much witnessing over the last few months, I'm always witnessing. And the responses are negative. <coughs> I can't accept that. <coughs> I cannot accept that. If I accept that, then it's pointless. And that's what we've got. We cannot accept that. Anyway, I was thinking about the shepherds. <laughs> I mean, this is it. This one of these 53 sermons I'm on now. And I was thinking about the shepherds. You know, what is their busiest time of the year? Oh, come on, John Lanning. What would happen to all these shepherds who have flocks of sheep that were no new lambs? No sheep. And? And? Who's the job? Hallelujah. Therefore, if the sheep don't beget sheep in the church, what happens? Hello? We fall. 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 fall. We fall. We fall. We fall. fall. It's, and it's so important that, you know, that, that we're picking up what everyone said this morning. It's so important that we don't casually use God, don't casually use church, don't casually use our study and all those things. It is so important. Do you know what they said to, Jude, uh, to Jesus when he was doing all this? 
when he was telling them all about these sheep and he's the shepherd and he's the follower and he's all that. Do you know what they said to him? <laughs> he has a demon! <laughs> and he's mad! So guess what? I haven't got a demon and I'm not mad. But I know what the Lord has said. And so he told me to feed the sheep and I, I, I really do believe um, I have fed the, fed the sheep. And you know, and it is. I do chase after people when they don't come to church and that. It is is important. And it is. And it is that we have to believe that our great shepherd is always trying to feed you with more. To to grow your faith, to grow you in strength, to to improve your spirit, to get strength of the spirit. The prayers that that, that Paul laid down for the churches was that you know that 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 that, that they might be dying, you might be dying on the outside. But the Lord wants to renew your spirit every day. It's a spiritual battle and the Lord is there. The the Bible says the battle is the Lord's. We have to give it to Him. We have to pray for these things. We have to bind the spirits. We have to witness. We cannot stop. As soon as we stop, we go. Anything that stops, it will die. A business, when it stops trying to get new business, dies. It's practical, it's there, it's what the Lord has asked us to do, and it's important that we do it. Listen very carefully. The beginning of all wisdom is the fear of God. People don't like that word fear. But if you really come and have a look at the scriptures, you'll find out one thing why we should fear God. Just one thing. I'll just give you one thing. Matthew 10, 27. This is Jesus teaching the fear of God. I think he's been wonderful. So I'm going to finish on this. Jesus said, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. And what you hear in the area, preach on the housetops. How's that? Brilliant to hear. Preach on the housetops. In other words, when you go home today, get your ladders out. <laughs> go and sit on top of the house and say, Repent, everyone! Repent! The end is mine! I bet none of you will do it. <laughs> but this, this is the serious bit. Listen to me. Do not fear those who kill the body. <coughs> but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. You don't stay this course and you die. Fear of God is the beginning. Therefore, (laughs) therefore do not fear and he tells us that you're more valuable than many sparrows. And the sparrows don't, have, don't, don't, don't even have any food laid up for them, but they find food. And they nest and they sleep. But this is the bit. Verse 32. Therefore, whoever confesses me before me, I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Father, today, 
Let us remember these things, Lord. To fear you, Father. For the only, you're the only one, Father, that can have us, our souls, Father, and our body in heaven. That's the promise of you, Lord. And Father, we need to take these promises, Lord, and put them in our hearts and continue to journey with you. For Lord, you will feed us what we will need. You will empower us what we should have. You'll bring love where there's hate and hope where there's no hope and peace where there's no peace. Help us, Lord, today to bring these things into our life, Lord. And go out, Lord, and say, Amazing God, look what you've done. Help me. Help me to communicate and walk closer with you today. In Jesus' name. Amen.